Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Marketing Money Podcast. Josh, why don't you say something? Looking at me over there all, all weird. God, it, it, so if you heard the one from two weeks ago now, because this will be that one, you were making poultry jokes. Now you're making fifth grade dad jokes. Like, I'm hungry. What's your name, hungry? You do that? You fifth, do that your fifth kids? grade dad jokes. Is that what huh? you do? Yeah. I think we need to have a, have a talk about social responsibility if there are fifth, gra- fifth grade dads out there. Uh, apparently, I'm what to, I'm reading in the news. Apparently, what I'm reading. I'm trying to keep my uh, my son who is entering from. He is a ladies' man, and I don't want him to be a fifth grade dad. So I probably need to stop acting. He, uh, well, Nothing apparently, funny from what I see that. in the the media these days, there's people at that age getting well, my, getting harassed. Well, my son has you you've been around him. His game. He's got game. Has he got game? It's in it, the fifth grade? It is. Uh, before, I mean, he is. Inc- he tried to pick up my wife at Walmart, which there's a lot That's of not, issues like, in like, that. Like, not, not even kidding. Like, hey, Emily, how's it going? I She's like, hey, Jack. I mean, it was a real adult Yeah, it was a very adult conversation. Like, I had to, like, talk to him, like, you you need to be a child. Like, he is, he is way, way, and he doesn't, he's not doing this. Like, it's not, he's, he, he is not doing it. It is who he is. Like somebody asked you, like, what, what are you doing? I like, said, I like the game, though. Trying to stay out of prison. No, no, my wife said, how you been, Jack? What are you doing? He said, she's trying to stay out of juvie. Yeah, trying to stay out of juvie. That was his response to her. Trying to stay out of juvie. Like, cool. But, like, cool, though. Like, yeah, I'm my, fine I'm or something. My, uh, my sixth grader, does, at the, uh, there's four elementary schools that feed into the middle school. And she, they have a ballroom that they're required in sixth grade to go to. And so she says, well, how was... How was ballroom? She said, "Well, it was fine." And so, well, you seem a little ag- aggravated. You know, did you dance with the boy? Yeah. Well, how how was he? She's like, I mean, he asked me what school I went to, and I said Brookwood Forest, and he said, "That's hot." <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't that's know. That's, yeah. yeah, go with it. Thus, this leads us to the segue of appropriate content. Nice. Ah, you see what I so, Yeah, yeah, you get it. I'm the yeah. one that set that up. Don't be no, taking no, my setup. No, you didn't know you set it up. I did. No, Master setup. No, you didn't. Okay. Didn't. I take credit for your credit. Anyway, so content is hot right now. Ha! It was hot. The school she went to was hot. And now yeah. the content's hot. Mm. At the two past conferences Josh and I have been to, for ABA, uh, it's the new buzzword. It is, and I, and I joked on some of the other ones. It used to be big data, then it was social media, then it was millennials. Well, now it's content. It's moved to how we're going to fail about it. It is. It's content, and then we're going to move on to the yet another thing. Yes. So next year we'll have another word for you that will that we will fail in doing as banks. But content and appropriate content is the hot area. How do you make content that is not interruptive? How is it compliant worthy? We've got so many problems working. How does it engage? That, that I've got to do it. I don't know how to do it. I'm I'm not a writer. I'm not a photographer. I'm not a videographer. What channel do I build it for? Yeah, compliance won't let me do it. I don't think compliance will let me do it. I haven't asked compliance. Maybe they'll let me do it. That kind of thing. So, well, let me let me start with a a, a bank that's near and dear to my heart. Not well, let's my, hear it's not mine. Yes. It's their it's their second. Well, time. They, they've been on it last time. Everybody nobody, knows. Nobody now. knew. We posted it one time. 
Everybody so the world knows. knows. And the world knows. The world knows now. World knows now. Here, our first, we didn't mention this last time, our first guest physically in the Marketing Money Podcast. Yes. Are we really yes, the first guest? Physically. This would be our 42nd Marketing Money Podcast, and you're the first physical guest to be on the show. Nice. I feel good about it. I do, too. Thanks. Yeah. What an yeah. honor. It's, it's uh, the, the honor is all yours, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. This is Carrie Rome and Lisa Beck there with Cypress Resources. I don't y'all. I'm going to give you a second to give like a three minute pitch before we get into content. Oh, wow. Gosh. Yeah. So you take a three second minute. or three minutes? Three, yeah. So fifth grade dad, three, you know, I'm not good with math and Got that. Marketing. That. Yeah. Marketing. I, that's not my deal. Or marketing. So, yeah. Tell, 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 tell the folks out there about y'all real quick and make it pithy and fun. Make it pithy and fun. Well, yeah. I'll have to toss it to Carrie to make it pithy and fun. But uh, we integrate social into sales and brand and compliance mainly with uh, financial institutions, but we do service-oriented businesses. And we're in full recovery. Oh, yeah, recovering CPA. And I am definitely a recovering banker. And so, uh, you know, you talked about content and that the hot, the buzzword is content today. Six years ago, something, I read a book. Uh, uh, I don't know which book it was. That's but amazing. You're from Louisiana and you can read a can book. Can you believe that? That it was like, my first book. He said yes. a book. Amazing. Yes. Wait, hold on. He first. said well, a, a book. picture book. It was a pop-up. Book. Yes. And it, and it, it was pop-up. We're from, I, I yeah. I'm, the, I'm the only Mississippian at the table. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right? Alabama. I'm, I'm, Alabama. Car- I'm an original okay. Carolinian. We're in a, so, we're in a yeah. glass house here. Yeah. So that's just not No offense to any. Oh, I fully offend all day long. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, so I read this book on content, and I was like, you know, that is my. We always wanted to grow without adding locations all over the place. You know, I, I, it's not a smart way to grow. So how do we let people in other geographies that are target customers know about us? And this content thing, I was like, that is it. So we started cranking away and writing white papers, and it is time consuming. You know, I mean, it is so time consuming and over. I, I've probably hired. Life with self doubt, too, right? It is. Maybe you, not for you. You want to be really. politically correct, <laughs> so you end up saying what everybody else has already said, right. you and, which means be, you said nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just got a Stitch Fix email, and it is a great device. It's um, should you tuck in your t shirt? Stitch Fix, the fashion mm-hmm. thing. And it was, you could, but some people don't, but make your own decision. At the end of it, it really right. was. So it doesn't mean right. anything. Like, well, that's nope. 30 seconds. Take you can't a get stance. Back. Yeah. Say something <laughs> yeah. for the love. So we did that and we got in compliance uh, internally. Um, we got ranked one of the top five BSA AML bloggers. There may only be six, but we got mm-hmm. one of the top as five bloggers. Right? As long as there are at least five, <laughs> yeah. you're good. Yeah, yeah we're you're good. If there it's were a three. badge of honor. Uh, but what we found was that is, uh, that is, uh, takes a tremendous amount of time. We think there's a faster way. And so one of the things for us when it when it comes to content is we struggled through, um, we don't need to do all written, we don't need to do all video, and we don't need to do all audio, but we need to do some of all of those, assuming you're comfortable with all of those. Mm-hmm. And I call it, we call that finding your voice. It's allowed us to speed it up and do it faster and push it out there. Do you ever run into people, and I, I hate just to jump into a very granular question, but you bring up video. Sometimes um, there's one, one, one person in particular, a client, who was excellent um, at his job. And um, was, it was, he's a student recruiter. 
engaging and and um, charismatic. And I was like, I've got to get this guy on camera. I mean, he need. Oh, we, I know where this we, is going. We've got to capture this guy. I mean, he is like just magical at his job. Set him in a room, put a lights around them, set a beautiful scene. He's joking. He's on the stool getting ready. As soon as we hit record and said action, that red light came on on the camera. He lost everything. I mean, to the point where we scrapped it there. Like, we weren't even cool about it. We didn't say, like, hey, we'll see. What, like, we're giving up. Like, we can't. Like, this is bad. We can't even get through a full take. I, I want to be uh, recruited. I mean, it, it's really bad. Set, say that just to take up airtime and set this up. But what do you do when just somebody sucks at it? <laughs> then that is obviously not where their voice is. Right. <laughs> I mean, so are you, you guys, I mean, you know, in, 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 I mean, it is okay to say, don't do, don't do one of those. Well, yes. yes. I, I think you, you have to just know that when you do video, one of your friends, one of your college friends from Tennessee, John is going to make fun of you. Well, you assume but, I had friends. Assuming that's you that's had the friends. first problem. So with that you have what's, to... what's weird, I'll tell you this is funny, because <laughs> I've been around his friends, and they are world-class hazers. As a matter of right. fact, like I jumped in. I was no, actually it's, friends it's, with them because I hazed them. Right. Yes. But he goes on a golf trip with them, and he calls me. He's like, they listen to the podcast of on, course the, they on, do. on the way. And then I was like, oh, what they say? He's like, they liked it. They really, they they really liked it. It was like, you guys really know what you're talking about. So, so friends, they're listening to this. Go Vols. And uh, uh, I appreciate that. Now, now you know. Now you can bring the haze. <laughs> I would say this. If you're no, going to be on video, if you haven't been video, you have to say that um, it's not going to be perfect. Right. I don't care. But I found that, that people not are too congratulatory, that they're like, oh, that was really good. Well, because I think they feel like they have to be, yeah. right? Because I understand you're taking a risk putting yourself right. out there. And so they're oh. like, you did such a great job. But here's a great tactical example. Yeah, how long made, job? Yeah. Like, if they say, you did a great job. She, it's, it's it's honest. If they said you did a great job, the more like, O's, yeah, the more O's in job, bless the worst your heart. Job you, you did that so is a well. bless your heart bless moment. Bless your heart. He's, but Mavis Agency working with us, uh, plugged it to Justice for a credit. Uh, we came up with a workaround tactically for this. If we're talking video content, and we do uh, some geofencing, which if you listen, you know that, and we put the banker on for about five seconds, and they say, hi, my name is John Oxford. If you my want to name bet- is, as yeah. I, sorry, I just got to get that out of yeah, my system. Yeah. Hi, hi, I'm whatever. Slim Shady. Yes, yeah. Slim Shady. Wiki, wiki. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my name is. But anyway, and then they say, uh, if you want a better banking experience, contact me below, and then below them is a, is an icon with a call, a text, or a, a directional finder, and they say, Ren is not bank understanding you, and it's just five seconds, and it hits on different channels, and We've done probably 80 or 90 of these things. And so I would say 70% are really good at reading and just saying a real quick line. And about 30 to 40%, nah, like cannot say, my name is something and I'm a good banker. And so what we do is for those, we just show their picture and they're kind of smiling there. And beside them, we put their name and we play some music over it. And so, and look, I thought at first it would hurt their feelings. I've shown the different types we do, and, and it actually makes them comfortable because when I show it before they go on, I say, safe. I say, look, I say, if you can't do this and you're nervous, just smile and sit there. And, and we do it for the good ones and the ones that aren't so good. And so it makes them comfortable because they're like, okay, I know if I can't say the line, I'm still getting my marketing. I would bet that of the, of the 70%, 10%, 10 to 15% of those, if they didn't know they had the fail safe, wouldn't have, wouldn't have yeah. done as well as they did. Yeah. 
So that's a technical, the technical point. We've, we've given someone a tactical tip. If they're not good at talking, do a motion graphic around it. Put some music to it. Let it roll. And do audio. Yeah. Then that, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the second part of it is you create know, an audio. Audio is, we, we listen to podcasts all the time. Uh, we're big on audio. It's, it is, you Which can is have so it strange. transcribed. Do you remember when, when podcasts like came out and then they weren't popular for like 10 yeah. years? And then it and just now, yeah. took off again. It got hot again. People were telling me like, need to do a podcast. Like that's stupid. They're not popular anymore. Well, and then think about you. We were talking about video and video is great, but I've got my device with me all the time. And apparently I do need to pay attention to the road and where I'm walking, <laughs> but I can listen to something. Yeah, and what about the mix? This is one of those things I talk to to people about all the time because there are sometimes that um, if it doesn't have a video with it, I don't want to consume the content. But sometimes I want the video with the the transcription of the article, the the written transcription, so I can you know maybe I'm on a subway or something like that. All these people, yeah, subway. subway. Wow, Um, there's a subway. subway. He's eating. He's in line at subway. I I get confused. He's in line. But uh, anyway, I'm somewhere that. That I don't a doctor's office. Right. Is there any methodology to that other than just kind of gut feeling? The way we do it is most importantly you're building towards something and you want to blend it in. So for Lisa's a better writer than I am, and so she's going to write our blogs. We're going to talk about them, and the audio I may do by myself or we may do together, but we've talked about it first, so we're on the same page. And then the video, I think it's just a, we're just sort of, we're just trying to give people something different. Right. So it's not standing there, you know, it's awkward, the camera's on and I'm standing there and it's all, if it's awkward for me, it's awkward for them. Yeah. It's right? a net loss. It's a net loss. Don't do that. So for us, we, we know that blogs take time, writing takes time. And so that's probably going to be about 20% of the content that we produce. But all of our content's going to build up to a quarter. So Q1 we have mapped out. That's going to build up to a white paper. Mm-hmm. And that white paper is going to build up to a webinar. And all of that's going to lead up to this event that we talked about at the end of the year. So that our target market knows when they tune into us, they're getting the same consistent message. Unconsciously, that might be absorbed unconsciously or subconsciously. What I find, one, with well-planned content is, well, one, most people don't like us. It's just what we're going to talk about today because we don't derive any real revenue from doing a podcast. But when it is planned and it does have a buildup, that that subconscious and, and unconscious buildup is actually better than sometimes overt. Oh, I didn't, I didn't put that this was all on a flow. Now you look like a magician. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned in the last podcast, the CDD implementation, the CDD uh, regulations coming in. We did a CDD implementation roadmap because everybody said, we don't know how to do this. So we did 13 different uh, parts. So here's your roadmap, exactly how to do it. And we promoted it on LinkedIn. It turned out to be 35 updates. So each week we we, we got updates and it was video, it was research, it was audio, we got 20,000 views on, on that piece of content, which was gated. We got 165 downloads, and that turned into $10,000 worth of revenue from a customer that I never met before. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. That's the sort of scale that we're talking give, about. Give us just a – not that our audience necessarily more entrepreneurial to think about hours spent versus revenue gained. How many hours did that those 35 updates well, we had this internal debate. I said yes, 16, and did. then the people that tweak the uh, the audio and refine it and make it look pretty and 
But that's, uh, but that's expense. Yeah, but it's our time, right? right? So I'm adding that in. I'm putting right. a, um, an internal rate for us. She's rolling her eyes because she said, I said it cost us no, $2,000. you originally said when you started this. Now, Carrie can do content. What you have to understand is I will walk into his office. He will say, sit down, and we'll just do what we call a social jam for, you know, jam. five minutes and be, <laughs> hashtag jam, uh, and we will be, it'll, that's, You'll talk that's, for four hours for 30 minutes. Yeah. Right, exactly. And then we'll be done, and he'll be like, great, we've got, you know, three podcasts, or we have four three ideas, pieces, four yeah. ideas, or whatever. And so let's put some context around what he's talking mm. about. But yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, it only took us eight hours. I said, wait a minute. You do this, and then it has to be optimized, and then it has to be uploaded, and then it has to be, you know, there's more time involved. But still, at the end of the day, if you have the right systems in place, it's not, what did we finally decide? It was like 32 hours or something yeah. like that for all of I it, do, which is really not bad. We do the strategy. But this and, is a pretty deep thing. I mean, I would have yeah, guessed. That's, that's very technical, too. I would have guessed it would have been like 35 plus. So 32 pounds. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when, yeah. About do, 32. Uh, I mean, just. Yeah. A, a, a piece of content takes about an hour all in. I don't care if that's it's... That's pretty much what we right, said. I would average. That's what we... But the thing is, is to this bank marketer who may not have to equate it to a budget, again, like like I would as an entrepreneur, you know, what is this actually costing me? Was it costing me an opportunity? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but but um, being able to generate a thing, $10,000 in revenue... And let's equate this more towards the banking industry. You know, one loan, one new, one new contact. The ROI, if we're looking at that, mm-hmm. which I could argue one way or the other whether we should, but the return on on investment of time is normally astronomical. Oh, wholeheartedly. Um, I'll just give you an example. So we started with our content for, you know, 2018. Carrie keeps talking. We're building to this event and. I wrote a blog, you know, I get on a rant sometimes, and um, I wrote a blog or got involved. Someone had written about the hashtag, the CEO likes blue, talking about how branding, (laughs) rebranding efforts tend to fail because they don't let, you know, people do what they do best. And then the CEO goes, well, you know, that looks great, but I really like blue. Could we change that to blue? Mm. And by the time everybody's had their input, you've totally ruined the piece. So I, I did this. I had three interactions from CEOs, right? And so who connected and said, really thought what you had to say hit the nail, you know, on the head. And I like blue, but... I understand it. So all of a sudden, help me from communicate this, a willingness to listen. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so all of a sudden, from this piece of from this rant that um, I did on LinkedIn, you know, I have three conversations with people that ended up being a um, a call that Carrie and I had. So there's a huge R. I mean, I, I'm with you. I don't right. know that I want to ascribe specifics to ROI when it comes to content, but I think that the time. You know, we, time well spent. Time well spent. You know. But, so let's talk a little bit about the separation, though, of a marketing person in their marketing. Maybe they're in a cube farm. Maybe they've got their own offices. Maybe whatever. But they're not the person getting that that feedback real time. I mean, we've we've looked at marketing efforts from you know the mundane direct mail to to videos or whatever else. And it's always amazing when when we talk to a banker that we may not have even considered. We considered, but not to go back and find out if it didn't good. Was oh, I I got a call from a hundred thousand a hundred thousand dollar piece of business off of that, you know. And and how can we connect better with those the meter that shows success? You know, I think that there are challenges to that. 
obviously, especially in an institution like at Renaissance where, you know, John's, they're pumping out all this content and their bankers are sharing it. And, you know, unless they, they better be right. They're learning. They're learning. We're teaching them up. Coaching them up. Well, once you coach have here. them coached up, one of the other things is let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think one of the things that's going to be challenging is having them come back to you and go, "Hey, I mean, other than anecdotal, you know, evidence, right. how do you put in place some parameters where you track?" Well, and we well, have to, to build the expectation too that they're not going to post put a post on LinkedIn or put something on Facebook and like immediately just ring off the hook, text messages, right. phone calls. It's, it's, it's a long play game. Right. It really is. Long and you've got to be there, right time, right message. And, I've had this, and then it happens. This expectation setting conversation. I mean, I, we had a, a client who called and said, look, I want you, I've got a, a pretty decent budget that we want to put towards SEO, SEM for, for a particular. Make me a viral video. It was close, <laughs> but it was. Um, it, I mean, it was. It, the budget was too big for the activity, and the strategy prescribed by the client was was too linear for for success. And I did what I do instead of saying, "Let me take your money and put two hundred thousand dollars in my pocket and and put the rest of it towards an an appropriate budget." I said, "Well, let's look at other." Aspects. Let's take out what should be SEO, SEM, segment that, but then spend the rest of it more wisely. Well, can you show me a case study that proves the ROI on that? Basically, it's this whole don't do the endeavor. I think we're in this balance between ROI and activity and all this with it just with an understanding of is it worth the time? What will it will will this thing do a thing? I don't want to I don't want to okay the activity unless I know it's going to be successful, which is Insane. The the example I gave them was if you go buy a piece of investment property, there's the million dollar an acre investment property that everybody knows is going to sell for two million dollars an acre or it's going to profit. Everybody wants the forty thousand dollar property that's going to make forty million. Right. You right. don't go tell everybody yeah. that. You don't go write a case study about it. You do that by experimentation. I I'll, think. Go ahead. Well, I think that one of the things that I want people to understand is. You know, right now you have business bankers out there doing coffee, lunch, golf, repeat. Mm -hmm. If instead they spent some of that time that instead of having a cup of coffee or a lunch with someone, they instead spent that hour engaged in sharing content or interacting with an online community... There is value there because just as you might court someone a target customer. I mean, what's the tail on, on bringing in a new commercial customer? It's pretty long. It can be significant. And years. So, years. And so if you're, you know, it's the same, same activity, okay? But people don't give it the value. Yeah, go have lunch. Let's go have lunch every has quarter. Has no value in it. Has other... no value in it. But let's go have lunch talk every quarter and talk and about the kids. Exactly. And, yeah, and they don't, they don't hey, how is that football team? You know, how'd your team do on Saturday? That's great. But that's really not generating any business. No, right? You're like, not. oh, it's deepening the relationship. Well, if I'm a business owner, I want you to provide value to me. Mm-hmm. And you can develop that relationship via engaging in social on LinkedIn. Hey, I saw this article and I thought about you you, right? I thought this might be helpful in what you're doing. Now, all of a sudden, the business owner says, wow, he's really thinking about who I am and what my business needs. 
I need to talk to you. I'll prove that. 10 years in business, owning an ad agency in a place where an ad agency should not succeed. You know how many times I've bought lunch for a client? Zero. Zero. Maybe once, maybe twice, just as a, like, we're already going to lunch or whatever. But as far as a mechanism to do that, I, I teach seminars, I engage with people, I write. And I share expertise, and I don't have time for the rest. I, I I I wind up becoming friends with my clients. John and I didn't really know each other before we started working together, and I, that was a huge mistake. Which, which <laughs> that we didn't know each other. That we should have known each other longer. It would have been dangerous. Um, but but it people don't understand that. I, I don't think that ever worked. I think I think you attract your lowest calibration clients when you send them to Hawaii and you do all of that, they're, they're, they're right for the next person to, for them to buy them a better life. Studies have been shown that, you know, the community banks have, I mean, in addition to abused words, and we put service relationships, another abused word over relied on, we have that we have a relationship. Well, they have, they have accounts with somebody that owns a business and then studies have shown that when they have a transaction that you sell your business, you go to the bigger next tier bank to do your wealth advisory. Right. And they say, well, we had the relationship. Well, what you had. And knew where everything was. You, you had it. You did have it. Mm-hmm. You just didn't, you didn't demonstrate your value beyond the, tra- the transactional stuff, yep. the commodity-based stuff. You you allowed yourself to play in that game, and I wouldn't be That's surprised. That's on you. And but I I would go a step further, and I and and people not understanding their clients, I'll bet that in that scenario, in this imaginary scenario that happens every day, that the banker did introduce their trust and people to the client at some point, and they didn't show any value, and they but but they didn't do it in a way in a sustained manner. They did it in a think of us when. Right. Hey, when you sell your business, think of us. We do that. We but do this. But you don't own the relationship if you don't have your finger on the pulse Absolutely. when somebody's selling yeah. their business. Agreed. Yeah. You don't. You don't. That is. That is. You are an acquaintance. Yeah. At best, they should be running the idea by you that they're thinking about. You doing know when it, I'm so changing the the brand of toilet paper at my office. And the last time it wasn't very good. Yeah, so, and you um, gave me really good feedback early. But no, I mean appropriate it, content. It, but, it's, but, but, it, but it's about being in relationship. And and I, and I and I know it sounds like I'm coming out against going to lunch. I mean, I, I'm personally. Um, well, not, I think I started it by saying right, that. Right. But I'm not into it. I don't want relationships yeah. built on that. I want true, like, do you value what I provide you? And, I, and that for me, that goes both ways. I don't mm-hmm. want to even meet with you if you don't value what I provide. I vet early on, you know, Joe Banker, as I said, in his, in his you know, very standard suit can't exist like that um, with, a, with a parity product in a commodity market. But you can go build a real relationship. And the people I see that stick it out in the beginning and show value and show value, whether it's on social media or in person, when they're getting kicked in the face and the people slam the doors, that when you show up and you show interest in somebody's business over and over and over, somebody's going to slip and fall on the other side of it and not show interest at the right time. And not deliver value. That's that's how the bigger bank comes in. I've been that, That bigger bank didn't just show up. In, in the imaginary scenario that yeah. happens, that bigger bank's been calling on them and calling on them and calling on them. Yep. And the person, the client in the middle of it, didn't feel like they were ready for the big bank until now I'm going into big boy territory. Yeah. yeah. And he listened because that, that big bank continued to show value with those trust officers and all those succession, succession um, planners. 
because they they saw the writing on the wall from the outside. Yeah, we touched on something earlier. I want to circle back to, and that is, how do you show, uh, how do you get a return on the content? I would say, and I'll make the argument that if it's topical content, it's virtually impossible. Mm-hmm. If it's if it is planned and it's purposeful, then you can tie it to a return. Right, like your event that you're building up for. That's what we're building up to. But yeah. if it's top, we we talked to someone, and this is someone that's uh, in the wealth advisory space. He's a great writer. He is fabulous. But what he writes about is topical. For example, he talked about uh, the other day I had a friend and my friend is in sales and he's uh, it's October. And I said, hey, how's the year going? He's like, well, I'm already done. He said, well, you're already done? He said, well, yeah, I've already met my quota. And he said, now, my friend's not a bad person. That's just the way the system's designed. It was sort of a little bit of a rant on that. And it was topical and it's smart and it's consistent, right? But what is he talking about? He's talking about incentive compensation. So I said... What I would do, if you're targeting business customers, every single business customer has a challenge with incentive compensation. I would do a series on incentive compensation. Right. It's a good kernel. It's yeah. a good catalyst to create a rant. Right. But what purpose does it have ultimately? Because it's something that everybody can say amen to. Anybody, Even the people who do it, who, who participate in mm-hmm. the... I see it a lot, especially in our state, with the people who want to take off November and December to, to deer hunt. That's that's the, the thing I I mean I I had um, when I was working in one specific industry. Um, I, I will I'll talk to you in January because I'm going to go deer yeah. hunt. And I was like, I'll talk to you later. You get to do that? Well, Weird. Yeah. Um, so even the people that participate would say, Oh yeah, that person's not driven, or that person's an idiot, or whatever. But I don't know. I I could make it right now. In after how long I've owned this business and the, the sustained stress level I've been under, I'm about ready to meet quota in October. I can <laughs> I can amen it on the other side. But will you ever meet quota? Like no, no you're never happy with that. No, right? Because like when I meet a goal, no, and when I say that, I don't want to meet quota. I want to mentally. I want to mentally be able to meet quota right. so I could take off three months of the year and go to Italy or something. Well, my you wife thinks I'm weird because You're I not tell built her to do that. I, I, if I set a goal and I meet it, in a weird way, I'm a little mad because it should have been a higher goal. Yeah, and she thinks that's weird. That's just a personality. It trait. is. We. It's my, the eighth Dorito. We had that same talk. This first Dorito yeah. is amazing. The second one, why don't we eat Doritos all the time? The eighth Dorito, you're like. I need to eat something else. Have you guys seen the picture of Dabo Sweeney and Nick Saban? And Dabo's taking a picture of oh the trophy. Yeah. Yep. Right? And yep. and Saban's marching off mad. And I said, that describes my journey as an entrepreneur. Because before I made my first big goal, I was Dabo taking a picture of that. Yeah. And, and it looks silly. And after I'm Saban, I'm pissed. Because I want more. I, want, I know we can do bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Um, there's a lot of people, if we circle back to business bankers, if you're sitting back and you're waiting for it to come to you and you're not doing the things to get out and engage and deliver value, well, you're just going to look at somebody else's trophy. Well, this is the entire story. I mean, everything that we've talked about, the undercurrent has been, if you don't do it, somebody else will. I mean, that, that that's it. And, and right now, in this connected world, I say that phrase over and over and over to the point where I think people tune it out. But... The, every good, everything good and bad that's happening right now that, that, that's new is because we're connected, more connected than we've ever been. Um, you know, bullying isn't 
fun or funny anymore. It, we, we realize how horrible it is for people because we act because someone actually has a platform to say this really was terrible and we see that that bad things have anyway i won't get into all that but we're, we're absolutely connected you know it's like the lunch slot if you're if you're 70 year old banker who's been in it for 30 or 40 years and the banker that taught you was lunch man and you know if you miss that lunch slot well multiply that hour lunch slot you have by 24 now mm-hmm the other thing is that that other that client that's in the suit isn't a suit on the inside. They're looking at the Tennessee score at 10 p.m. or the spread uh, at 10 p.m. tonight before the game tomorrow. I'm actually, I actually am a suit on the inside. <laughs> Just to let you know, <laughs> thought I'd throw that out there. So. But but they are a real person, and they're looking for for some engagement. They don't lunch. I think because we are so so engaged, I know we're we're picking on lunch. This is the topic of the podcast is picking on lunch, which today. is terrible because it's almost lunchtime yeah. and I'm getting real hungry. All right, so we're gonna are wrap it up. <laughs> but the point <laughs> is, the point is, it's opportunity, right? Somebody could make the argument that like working nine months out of the year is a good thing. Somebody could, yeah. And it's, but but if you don't, who what what are you gonna lose in those three months you didn't work? But you might find happiness. I mean, depending but you on might, personality, right? So, okay, but what yeah. circling back to content, what content is are you creating that's evergreen that builds your brand, that builds your story about your expertise? And when you're hunting, right. it's working for you. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the mindset. Right. Not, and if you're I'm not, on LinkedIn. Yeah, and that's the, the that's the exact point. These things aren't mutually exclusive, but what is your system doing for you? Right. We've got way strategy today and less tactical. And can that's I, can, good. Can I think I, it's good because can, we we don't do that often. Can I make a new segment that that's just like, can I just riff for two minutes on something? I believe stupid? you called it bloviating, bloviating. Oh, me on the last one, and I was just trying to get it started. And now we've had the bloviation. So I'm going to call you out for the bloviation award of the week. Nice. We we whatever. You just you just opined. <laughs> you yes. opined. Oh, wise sage that you are. Uh, I'm the one with the gray beard. That's right. That's right, you are. I got it and, early. And I'm the Open one my Christmas I, present 20 years early. <laughs> I'm the one with the hair going down the sink. So anyway. Just oh, like the tear going Yeah, down. the tear going down the side of my face. Anyway, uh, Carrie and Lisa, thanks for being on the show. Uh, we've done two episodes. This will probably be the second one. So you've heard them before, or unless we reverse it. And if so, then this will be the first time you've heard and of them. And you, then you will hear them again. And then it's strange because I just reversed it. We so won't do anyway. that. No, it won't. So uh, Cypress Resources, cypressresources.com. Is that correct? That is correct. If you're looking for social media strategy, compliance, and a way to kickstart that avenue for your marketing, look them up, holler at them. Uh, and then I, I guess we'll we'll say Mabus does some marketing too, a little bit. So if what? You, yeah, a little Me? bit. Me? Yeah. Um, or is it? Yeah. Somewhat. So Listen, I'll tell you this. Beautiful, beautiful listener out there. Are you talking to me? No, not you. Okay. I'm talking to the beautiful ones. Okay, good. Um, If you really, really, really want some help from a person who cares, I can't even do this. (laughs) Look at our website. I'm here. We know know what we're doing. Whatever. Bye. All right. (laughs) And this is John Oxford, Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. It's been real. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Signing off. Later.
views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.